This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hour two of two here on your Sunday morning. Welcome back into Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad. If you missed any of the first hour, it'll be up on the Lash Club Tires podcast probably in the next break. I'm working on it right now. Well, we are at the final day of the NBA season. And for those of us who are Blazer fans, that is a, oh my God, thank you. We don't have to worry about these 30-point losses anymore. And uh, now begins the fun part for the Blazers which is the offseason, hopefully the fun part, as I guess is the key word we should say for that. But uh, it also means the NBA playoffs are about to get underway. And this year, out of all of the recent years, I think the NBA playoffs are going to be absolutely fascinating. You've got in both conferences what I kind of view as a wide-open situation in the playoffs. There is not one team in the East that I think is running away with it. Obviously, the Suns are the best team in the NBA, and they made the finals last year. But that doesn't mean that they're not beatable in the playoffs. The West still has plenty of good teams that could give them a real challenge. I honestly feel like for the first time in a very long time, these playoffs could be truly spectacular in the NBA. I think the NBA playoffs are really rough in the beginning because you have a lot of matchups that don't make any sense. The 8-1 matchups are always bad. And even sometimes the 6-3 matchups are rough. But I feel like this year it's it's all bets are off. And even in the in the later mat- matchups, based on the teams that you have in the playing tournaments, it's it, we could see some crazy stuff this year. I'm looking forward to it. This NBA playoffs, and we just saw football just showed their ass as far as the playoffs are concerned. And everybody, every game for the most part was absolutely amazing. Even yeah, the wild the card Bowl. round was a little rough, but after yeah, that... But even was, there, there was like one good game yeah. during the wild card, wild card round, but then you had just four amazing games after that. Or, yeah, after that, that were just lights out. And so you're looking at the playoff matchups this year, and the good thing about the playoffs is, number one, you get to play in, right? So the play-in, the play-in tournament in the Eastern Conference has Kevin Durant... Kyrie Irving, Evan Mobley, uh, Darius, um, Garland. Darius Garland, Trey Young, and uh, LaMelo Ball. Star power yeah. in the Eastern Conference. In the Western Conference, Anthony Edwards, Kat, uh, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, Paul George is back and playing really well like he hadn't missed any time. Are we hearing anything about Kawhi? What's going on Kawhi with him? Kawhi is not. He's, he hasn't been cleared for uh, for three-on-three. Three. Last I read the other day, he hasn't been cleared for three-on-three wow, three okay. So he's out. Um, and then CJ getting his big playoff uh, push all, all of a sudden. And then also the DeJounte Murray over in San Antonio. You got stars in both conferences in the play-in game. That's where we even get a chance to see who's going to be the 7-8 and eight seed. So I'm really excited for what this playoffs looks like. I've 
I don't know about you, but there's a couple teams that I think for sure could win a, a championship. Yeah. For sure. I'm man, I'm a big Miami Heat fan. I like the Heat. I think most of them are in the East this year. Yeah, I I think Which we haven't said for a very long if time. If there's any team in the West that's gonna win, I think it's Phoenix. Phoenix is the only team that I can say, okay, they've got everything. They've got perimeter scoring, they've got defense, they've got a big man inside, they've got obviously a, a scoring um guy from the perimeter and Devin Booker. They've got a veteran point guard who just doesn't even need to score and can still impact the game. Uh the way Chris Paul is a top five point guard all time to me. I don't know. I mean, I, I when when you're thinking about point guards and what they're supposed to be and how they're supposed to lead their team. Well, number one is Damian Lillard. I'm kidding. N- I'm number kidding. one, is, uh, yeah, Dame Dame is on on the list, but well, he's not just, top five. He's like top twenty five. You know, we're talking point guards all time. Although he but, did make the NBA seventy five list, or which whatever, is, which is a different story. Never mind. We're not going to go into that. But such uh, a hater. I mean, Clay Thompson's got three championships. What are you talking about? Such like, a hater. Yeah, come on, man. Like, come on. Don't, don't let's. I, I get it. Dame is really, really good. However, like, come on, bro. There's some like Penny wasn't on that list. I'm talking about 75 greatest. Derrick Rose, who won an MVP, wasn't on that list. And if there's only been 75 years of league and you win an MVP in one of those years, I don't know. I probably should be on that list. That's just me, but whatever. I think the Miami Heat. Such a hater. <laughs> I think the Miami Heat are really, if we're being honest, they're built like the Suns. Right, they have they have great perimeter defense and great interior defense. They've got a perimeter guy that can score from everywhere and is a much better defender than Devin Booker is on the other end. You got Tyler Hero coming off the bench, averaging almost twenty, you know, what I'm saying, or a little over twenty a game uh, every night. Then you've got a, again a veteran point guard who probably doesn't need to score a whole bunch, but Kyle Lowry can still get it done for you out there. Like I, and then in my opinion, they have the best coach in basketball. Spolster's great. And so I'm looking at this Miami Heat team saying, I want to see Miami versus Phoenix in the finals. I think that would be great. I mean, I, the nice thing about it is that teams are realizing if you want to be built to win in the playoffs, you've got to go with defense. Right. And that's what gives me some hope for the Blazers is that Chauncey Billups is preaching that. Now, it didn't work this year because the players didn't buy into it on this specific team. But I'm hopeful that if he can get guys that will buy into it, then you'll be able to see the Blazers take a step in the direction of the Suns. Maybe not, obviously, to the top. But in terms of have a well-rounded team with a couple of star-like players and just play good defense. That's my hope. Because Milwaukee does the same thing. Yeah. And it, it helps, obviously, that you have Giannis, who's an amazing defender. Boston's doing it with Portland's own Ime Udoka this year. They were terrible to start the Shout year. Shout out to Ime. He probably should be coach of the year, you know, considering what he's able to do with that young Boston team. I mean, they're now up to the three seed. They were the one seed a couple weeks ago. And uh, Jason Quick, our Blazer insider here, and, and the Blazers guy for the Athletic, he is not doing as much Blazer stuff right now because, well, there's nothing to talk about. He went to Boston, and he did a story on Ime because he's from here. And the uh, – he has a couple of assistants who are also North I was Portland. just about to say, man, shout out to Aaron Miles is there, my right? guy, Aaron Miles, you know what I'm saying, Jefferson High School, and then also my guy, Damon Stoudemire. Oh, yeah, you know, that's right. Who, who's yeah. obviously Blazer great, but from Wilson High School or or uh, Ida B. Wells at this point, high school. So there's some great, great Portland um, ties to this amazing team in Boston. And then Peyton Pritchard, throw him out there. Yeah. Four-time state West champion, Lynn. West Lynn, you know, plays for that team. The uh, But the story he wrote was about how they, much like the Chauncey Billups thing, were trying to get them to buy into defense is how we're going to win in the playoffs. 
and that in the early part of the season, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were like, no, I've been winning by scoring. And there was a moment that happened and it switched. And that's when they started winning all those games. And I, I, it's nice to see because to me, the NBA is more fun to watch when there's more balance in the way the teams are built. Of course. And I think right now we're kind of hitting that sweet spot of a lot of these top teams truly, it's not, it's not star driven. Like there's not like a super team that, that was built with free agency. Uh, the Heat are not a super team. Uh, I mean, I guess you could argue the Bucks tried to make themselves a super team, but I don't think adding Drew Holiday is is like going with LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook, right? Or or Durant and Kyrie and Harden. Those are super teams. This was more like we need a good guard defensively who can help us out. Uh, the Celtics are not a super team. Sixers, yeah, well, you know, maybe you can argue they're they're a little bit of that with Embiid and Harden. But the Suns aren't, the Grizzlies aren't, the Mavericks aren't. Like, the teams that are good now are not the BS three stars go to the same team anymore. Well, I think that, I mean, I'll be honest. A part of me feels like that era might be over. I'll be thrilled for it. A part of me might think that, you know, I think you had guys that. Because it didn't really work that well. I mean, there's only a couple. I mean, it worked for KD going to the Warriors. Of course. You know, and that that was considered a super team. But, again, the Warriors was built from scratch. You know, all those guys, even now. All the young talent that they have, these were all guys that they were ended up, you know, finding in the draft. Um, you know, Boston, these are guys that they've built in draft. Outside of Philly, because they got a free agent in James Harden, and then they eventually got a while ago, um, what was it, Tobias Harris. But for the most part, Tyrese Maxey found him in the draft, you know. Yeah. And so all these other guys you have on your team, that's kind of what you do. We obviously know about Phoenix and how they've been able to build their team. But I think we're kind of moving um, away from that. Because now you're starting to see that there's not a lot of evidence that it works. Like, we know that if you have three amazing talents, you can you can possibly get there. But, again, we saw the, the Brooklyn situation fall flat. You know, we saw a couple Houston situations. I still think the Chris Paul one worked out. He got hurt and then, you know, whatever. But that's that's that. But the Houston couple Houston situations didn't work out as well. You know, the Cleveland situation, I guess, with LeBron – you know, you got a championship out of it, so that you know that worked uh, eventually. But yeah, I think we're kind of moving away from the, that super team that you see that that's been that's been built in the past. And so I'm I'm good with it. I'm good with guys doing it through the, through the draft. I think now that's going to create some more parity in the league because I think again, we're seeing it already. If we're Portland, like we're not going to get Carl Anthony Towns in free agency. You know what I mean? Like so, unfortunately, especially after you come out of living in a place like. Minnesota, guaranteed. When when Cat signs somewhere, he's gonna it's gonna be New York. It's gonna be L.A. It's gonna be Florida. You know, it's gonna be somewhere nice. You know, so because he's had to live in such crappy weather for what five, six, seven years of his career. So yeah. Far. All right, let's take a break. Coming up next, we'll get to the play-in games. It's interesting in the East because the Nets are in the play-in tournament, and the Nets are still. I haven't checked recently, but even when they were down there in the standings, they were still like the second best odds to win the East, even being in the play-in tournament. You don't want to play Brooklyn in the first round. Brooklyn has a seven or an eight seed going up against Milwaukee or Miami in the first round. Payback. You kidding me? We'll get to that next. And then the uh, in the West as well, you don't want the Pelicans to win, but is there much of a path again of resistance against them? We'll get to that next. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back into Sports Sunday. We're talking some NBA playoffs here, playing tournaments this week. And they are completely set as well. Nothing can change there. So in the East, you will have the Nets host the Cavs. The winner of that will be the seven seed. You will have the Hawks host the Hornets. The winner of that will then play the loser of the Nets-Cavs game. And that will be for the eight seed. In the West... The Timberwolves will host the Clippers for the seventh seed. And the Pelicans will host the Spurs. And then the winner of that will play the loser of the Timberwolves-Clippers game. Now, I do believe that some seeding can change in the East because there's a couple of teams with the same records. So, like, say the Cavs win today and the Nets lose and the Cavs will host that game. Um I guess if the Nets and Cavs both lose, I suppose you could see the Hawks. I don't know how the tiebreakers are looking right now. Jump up to a higher seat if they win because everyone will have the same record. But at least as of this moment, that's how that's how it's looking. And all those four teams are locked in to the play-in tournament anyway. In the East, I mean, we, we, we mentioned it early last segment. The fact that the Nets are going to be a seven or an eight seed is terrifying. And that means that there is a very real chance that one of the best teams in the East is going to lose in the first round of the playoffs because the Nets are a seven or an eight seed and it'll be healthy. Hey man, what if, what if we see another, was it first round matchup between the Nets and the, was it the first round or second round last year? Nets heat. Yeah, no Nets. Uh, uh, Bucks. Uh, excuse me. Bucks. Is that first round? I think that was second round. So was it was it first round? I can't remember. I think that might have been a first round. No, because the Bucks were the top seed last year, weren't they? There's no way the Nets were. Uh, an I'll, eight I'll seed look. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 2020 to 21. It was. Okay, so it was the no second Nets round were two, Bucks were three. So it was second round. Yes. they played in. Okay, so remembering back to the second round, remembering how the second round ended, as far as Kevin Durant being just. Of a shoelace ahead of 
the three, three point line, point line yep. and that shot going in, but only counting for two, and the Nets lose. You know, I think Kevin Durant, and mind you, KD's missed some time because of injury. But in missing that time, you're able to recoup his body. A lot of those bows and everything that you took, like your body is kind of healed up for that. If you're Kyrie, you literally played less than 12 games at this point in the season. I don't know how many games Kyrie has played thus far this season, but I doubt it's 20. I doubt it's that many. But here's a guy that, again, his body is rested. What do we talk about all the time? The healthiest team typically wins the playoffs. Whomever is healthiest is going to win the Super Bowl because you need all your people there at one point. And now they kind of have a healthy Kyrie. They've got a healthy KD. Hopefully Steve Nash has figured out how to coach between now and or and now and then to be able to put his team uh, over the top. But I'm looking at this Brooklyn team saying, or excuse me, yeah, this Brooklyn team going, they want they want blood for last year. Because you know why? I think there's this thing. We've talked about this once before. I think Giannis, Giannis has vaulted KD as the best player. Yeah. And it's messed up because KD has always been number two his and, entire career. And it's mostly because of KD's injuries that no, that has no, happened. But, uh, no, think about this. KD was drafted what position? Number two. Behind Greg, besides Greg, uh, uh, behind Greg Oden. KD has always been considered the second best player in basketball since he's been there with LeBron. KD went to the Warriors, and while he was the MVP of that team, he was Steph's, second. Steph. That's second. That, that's Steph's team. And now he's at a point to where LeBron is finally on the downside, and KD is clearly going up. But then Giannis does what KD couldn't do, and that's win a championship on his own. And so vaulted himself above KD, and he's never – we've never definitively, definitively been able to say – Kevin Durant is the best player overall in basketball. Like, there's always been like, man, no, he's not not LeBron. And now that Giannis is where he is, and two MVPs and a two a defensive player, of the and you year know and that a, Durant cares about that too. And you know he and you know Durant he is, hears it. Durant is very in tune with that to a to a negative degree, in my opinion. He's absolutely too much on social media. He cares too much what fans think, and he says he doesn't care, and he does care. Did you see that he there was he inter, had an interaction with a fan? Of He's course. slim reaper. He should be thin skinned So there it is. But the fan said, "KD, we need you to take over," and he turns to him and said, "Why don't you shut the f up?" It's like, bro, it's not even like, something to I'm say that for. I'm not even saying nothing bad to you right now. But he's one of those people like he has rabbit ears. He he hears everything that people say, and now I think he's at this point to where this is important for him. Him having Giannis in the first round potentially is important for KD's legacy because even though he has two rings, even though he's got two finals MVPs, we all look at those championships and go, I mean, yeah, but they already won. They already won 73 games and championship and all that. Like they didn't need you. They were going to, they were, they were already after, after the Warriors lost the finals, they were already the team that was picked to win the finals the following year without Kevin Durant. So yes, I think he absolutely needs this more than I think more than any of us know, like KD, has to beat Giannis, and he now, has to do it in the playoffs. How – I understand the Nets are here in this spot of the standings because they don't have Kyrie for half the games up until the last month, and Kevin Durant's been hurt, and Harden was hardened and then got traded. But in reality, at this very moment, is this Nets team even good enough? Yes. You think so? Yes. I think – I think Ben Simmons isn't going to play. No, Ben Simmons is going to – and Ben Simmons, like, which – let's – He's not on the team. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, let's. You got him back for James Harden. 
so that he would be the third guy, and he still doesn't seem like he's not he's going to play. No, he's 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 probably you know not going to play. You know, I don't I, I don't I think Ben Simmons is I think he's damaged goods. If I I'm if I'm being honest, I think he's damaged goods in the NBA at this point. I don't think the Nets team around those two is that great, and I think that's where I'm worried. Is you're gonna yeah, you're going to get great games from Durant and Kyrie, and that might be enough for sure if you get two stars who are playing out of their minds. But the depth on the Nets team is eh, not oh, great. No. It's, yeah, no, it's it's not it's not great. But what is great, like you said, you've got, you've got Kyrie Irving, who I don't know if there's a more unguardable guy in the league that's not named Kevin Durant than Kyrie. There's nothing you can do about him. He's a, a dribble, dribble between the legs, spin move, Hezo off the – Kyrie has every single tool in his bag. He is the most gifted offensive player that we have in the NBA right now. There, uh, there's there's nothing Kyrie Irving can't do offensively. Him and – only thing he does better than KD at this point is dribble. You know what I mean? But outside of that, KD is just as lethal as Kyrie is. He's just not as quick, not as crafty as, as Kyrie is. But I'm looking at those two and saying – who can guard them? Giannis can't guard everybody on the floor. Mm-hmm. And so who's going to be able to stay in front of Kyrie on a consistent basis? Well, that's Patty why you got Mills, Drew Holiday, right? Patty Mills has been playing better than people want to give him credit for. He's one of those guys that's easy to kind of overlook. But Patty Mills is consistently uh, somebody that can be a, a big part of what they're able to do there. Man, I think they've got some good things in place. Can they put it all together at once? Who knows? But I think it's going to come down more than anything to Giannis versus KD. And KD's got to show. If that's the matchup we get. If that's the matchup we get. And at some because, point, look, I think we're going to see it. But The Cavs are good. And the Cavs, I know the Cavs have been kind of faltering lately. And that they're 2-8 and eight in their last 10. And they, I remember the Cavs were like the 2 seed. And now they're the 8th the seed. So they've certainly not been playing that well. But they have some good players on that team. I could see them beating the Nets. And then, I mean, I, the Nets will probably beat the Hawks or the Hornets. But... I could see them beating the Nets and then making some noise in that 7-2 matchup as well. The Cavs are not just some no, schlub in the playoffs No, this year. they're not at all. And the great thing about this is we're not talking about a three-game series. We're not talking about, you know, best of five. It's one game. It's one and done. So we've seen weird things in one-game playoff scenarios, whether you're talking the college football playoff, uh, whether you're talking game. the wild-card game playoffs and stuff, or the wild-card game uh, play-in and stuff like that. We've seen crazier things happen. So would it shock me if it ended up being any of these teams? Charlotte, no, it wouldn't. That, would, the, that would shock me. Would it? I, it wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't <laughs> shock me at all. If you've seen Charlotte play this year, it's like, oh, okay. They've, they've, they've got some pieces there. They're going to be good moving forward. They are over 500. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's another good thing. Usually the teams that make the playoffs from the Eastern Conference are like five, six, seven games under 500. Or worse. Yeah. Here you've got, man, all the teams, one through ten, that are all over 500. And, and and we've done the switch because in the West, you've got two of those teams are well below 500, and then the Clippers are only one game above 500. Well, you know, the West was so strong for so long to where... Yeah, let's make a... Let's let's, uh, let's go back the other way, huh? Yeah, things have, things have shifted now. They always had their, their guys and their star power. Now all those guys have kind of left the league and all that stuff, and now that balance of power has shifted back to the Eastern Conference. You know, it's kind of crazy. So the Blazers have been playing some of the worst ball of any NBA team. And I just looked at this. There are still two teams in the West who give up more points per game than the Blazers. Oh, hold on. Let me guess. And the Blazers have been giving up like 130 points a game for three months. It feels like. Give up more than the Blazers. Yeah. Over the course of the season. 
And even early oh. in the year, the Blazers' defense wasn't good. So that's that's still startling. Is one of them – I assume one of them's Houston because they're – Yes. Houston's giving okay. up 118 <laughs> points a game. Uh, Houston and – Houston and Houston. <laughs> Houston I don't know. Houston and – and, I don't know. Is it it's is the, it OKC? It's the Kings. Ah, okay. The Kings – I mean, it's close, but the Kings have still given up more points than the Blazers have. Okay. Even after this stretch of games where the Blazers have won like two games in three months, there are still two teams who have worse defenses than Portland somehow, some way. Uh, we'll get to the West play in next. What you want from the Pelicans, what you don't want from the Pelicans. Do you believe that the Timberwolves could make some noise? Hmm? Mm. We'll get to that next. First, sports. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Now in the West play-in, Blazer fans are watching feverishly to see if the Pelicans make the playoffs or not. If the Pelicans make the eighth seed, the Blazers lose the pick they got in the CJ trade this year, which is a first-round lottery pick if they don't make the playoffs. So as it stands right now, I don't believe this can change. I think the entirety of the play-in is set in the West due to the standings. The Pelicans are hosting the Spurs in the 9-10 matchup. And to be honest with you, despite how well CJ has played since going to New Orleans, the Pelicans have not played that well. They're six and four in their last 10. This was a week or two ago, but they were 10 and 10 since the CJ trade. So he's playing great, but they're 10 and 10. A lot of the same stuff we saw with CJ here in Portland. We're seeing in new Orleans, great individual player. Doesn't do a lot that helps the team win more than just score. Right. Um, Pelican Spurs is interesting because the Spurs have been playing out of their minds the last like couple weeks of the season. The Spurs were lower than the Blazers in the standings like four weeks ago. And now they're eight games ahead of them, seven games ahead of them right now. And they made their way into the playoffs, knocking out the Lakers too, who were trying to hold on at the end there and to be in the playing tournament, or maybe they weren't because LeBron wasn't playing. Maybe he didn't want any part of the playing tournament, but I'll be honest, even that first game, I think the Pelicans could lose that to the Spurs, which would be the best case scenario for the Blazers is then the Pelicans would be the 10th seed, which would give you the best odds for that pick. Well, we want them to be the Pelicans, right? (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, dad uh. jokes. No, but <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I think you're not giving the Pelicans enough enough credit. Like, yes, you, you I'm mentioned looking at how they played since well, these guys. I'm there. saying, but of the last of the last ten games, they're seven and three. Like so, and six mind and four. you, the, mm, it, the last ten on the standings say six and four. Does it? Okay, six and four. Excuse me. So, so they're they're a game over five hundred. Yeah, so they're right there. They're they're and really losing some close games. Lost a close one to San Antonio. Um, not a lost a not so close one to the Clippers and then uh, to yeah, they lost to San Antonio. That's yeah. a good sign. No, that is a but they've <laughs> also beaten San Antonio twice this year, and so that's a good sign too. So we're all hoping that the Pelicans don't pull it out. We're all hoping that that you know they actually fall flat on their faces in the first game. Well, if they got destroyed by the Grizzlies last game, holy yeah, cow. they did. Yeah, they did. One forty one you know, so, to one fourteen. The Grizzlies, Grizzlies are doing that to people. They're they're a defensive sound team. Uh, everybody can play. Everybody's built the exact same way on that Grizzlies team. They're all big, six foot seven, six foot eight, stocky, two hundred and twenty five pound guys. I'd like I'd like to throw this out there just as a as a note. Every time the Pelicans have played a playoff team since their win against Atlanta on March 20th has been a loss. Since then, they played the Hornets. They lost playoff team. Oh, sorry. They did beat the Bulls. My apologies. They beat the Bulls. Loss of the Spurs. Beat the Lakers. The Blazers. The Lakers. Loss of the Clippers. Beat the Kings. Beat the Blazers. Loss of the Grizzlies. And they play the Warriors tonight. So when they go up against playoff teams, they're not winning. Again, I, I'm, I'm trying to go glass half full for Blazer fans here. You want the Pelicans to at least lose the second game if they beat the Spurs against the Clippers or the T-Wolves. No, and, and, having, but, the, and but, having to be the Pelicans is a best-case scenario thing for the Blazers, I think. I mean, if there's any team that you really want to probably kind of put your, your money on of any of these playoff teams, uh, I, it would be the Pelicans to probably not make the playoffs. But like we were talking about a little earlier, like it takes one game. And if if everybody's clicking one game and, and Ingram is making shots for one game, I would just hate for them to, as a Blazer fan, we've been, we know what it's like to be burned. Like we know what it's like to be burned. And wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't it be, it be so our Blazers. luck? Wouldn't it be our luck yeah. to get to the play-in and all of a sudden here they go on this, amazing run and win three games in the first round like come on bro like at that point they make the playoffs i want them to win a championship like that's oh I, they I, won't yeah but... no they won't but everything else will just feel like it's just spoiled but milk wouldn't it just don't. be the, that's so blazers to make a big trade with the star that gets them a lottery pick and they lose it because the Pelicans win a play-in tournament that didn't exist two years they, ago. They won, they won two games and were peaking at the right time. Yeah. And that's really what it is. Like, if, if teams are are feeling good and going in and confident and another team just can't get the ball to go in the basket, then then we're looking at, you know, possibly another year of being in this position. So, I mean, I think we're all collectively – that'll be one game that everybody in Portland is going to be watching. CJ will never have so much – well, I guess eyes on him, you know, at that point, because, you know, while we're like, oh, we want CJ to do good. No, we need you to suck today. I don't we want need, CJ to do we good. We need you to suck today. <laughs> like, we need you to be really, really bad moving forward. Uh, uh, elsewhere, though, in this in this play-in, one, I, I'll be honest, I haven't watched the Spurs at all since this run, but I know they're playing much better. I'll be curious to see if a little Greg Popovich uh, magic can come back with this team that is – Kind of a bunch of misfits, and, and Deontay Murray's good, obviously, and has been for a couple of years. And then at the top, the Clippers 
they're middling. They're a 500 team. With Paul George back and healthy, they're going to be scary and they're going to be dangerous. He's so good, man. But the Timberwolves are 11 games over 500. You've got Carl Anthony Towns having a really good season, but you had the number one pick two years ago in Anthony Edwards turning into one of the most fun players to watch in the NBA. And I can't, when's the last time Minnesota was threatening at all? Uh, when they had Jimmy Butler and they made at least they, they were, they were at one point fourth and then he got hurt. And that was the only time we were like, Oh, Minnesota could be anything outside of that. I'm KG Garnett, yeah. KG in 2004, when he won the MVP, like was the last time that Minnesota was really looked at as a viable threat in the Western conference. Carl Anthony Towns is one of the more underrated players in the league. He's a guy that nobody's really going to talk about how good he is on a consistent basis. Because he's in Minnesota. D'Angelo Russell, we yeah, just we forget he's on the team. We dismiss him. Like we give him the little shoe hand because nobody. I forgot really he thinks, was on the team. D'Angelo Russell is averaging, you know, 18 points and seven rebounds, seven assists, and how many rebounds? A steal. Three, you know, three. three, you know, well, not a lot of rebounds, but still he's putting guard. the ball, putting the ball where he's supposed to put it for his big man. And then you have Ant and you have Cat both averaging over 20 points a game. That's why they're that's why they're eleven games over five hundred yeah. right now is because you've got two young guys that are tired of being in the basement and tight and well, Cat's, Cat's not young anymore, is he? Well, no, he's what twenty five now, twenty six. Oh, he's only twenty six. Yeah, so wow. you know, so okay. he's he's about entering to, his prime, entering his prime at this point, and so there's a chance that he could potentially be the best power forward in the league. Like you can you can honestly look at Cat and what he can do, and especially what he's well, done he, on this Timberwolves. Does he team. play center still? Does he play center or power forward? I don't he's know. Center, yeah, he's center. Yeah. yeah, okay, he's center. So, uh, but still, in a in a league that's just littered with amazing big men down low playing the four and five, he has the potential to be one of the best ones. You know, he already he's really really good. But I think we all know Embiid and Jokic are at the front of the line right now. But he can be right there with everyone else. I think Minnesota certainly gets into the playoffs from this playing tournament. And with Paul George back, the Clippers should probably be the other team to get into the eighth seed. Remember how great Paul George played last year in the playoffs without Kawhi? Yeah. And really took that – was it Phoenix? They took Phoenix – or was it Utah? Utah. They took Utah to seven games, and, you know, they just couldn't pull it out in the end. But Paul George is really that dude. If there's anybody that I could ever want on, the, on this Blazers roster, Paul George 100 times out of 100. Although they have so many injury issues. In L.A.? Yeah. The Kawhi's out. Don't forget, Norm Powell played like three games there, and then... And he's and he's back, though. Oh, is know? he back again? Yeah, Norm played the other night. So he's he's a good number two in that sense if, if they need a, a guy who can shoot and drive. Covington had a big shot the other Covington, night. Covington, to... dude, did you see how many points he scored the other day? Yeah. Man, Covington's been playing... Been playing. He, I'm not going to say playing well. He has but, not been playing well. Yeah, but, but he, he had one really, really good game for them and came through for, for, for a dub. He, he's been averaging like seven points a game for them until he played he against the Bucks on April Fool's Day, and it was a joke. If you missed this, and you might not have seen it if you're not like a, looking at box scores, Robert Covington... I repeat, Robert Covington scored Roco. 43 points. In a win against the Bucks, where they won 153 to 119. He hit 15 of his 24 shots. He hit 11 of his 18 threes. Robert Covington shot 18 threes. 43 <laughs> points. 
Holy, I saw that and I was like, there's no way. No. <laughs> I was like, this has to be no. wrong. And it lets you know that, man, every guy in the NBA is good. There is, you know, uh, uh, what's my guy's name? Bay from uh, from Detroit had like 50 last week, you know, out of nowhere. Sadiq from, Bay. Sadiq Bay, thank you, from Detroit. 50 points last week. Like, get out of here. He's not great. I mean, he's not going off for 50 for you. Crazy. I'm, just, Absolutely I'm crazy. there's just so many of those dudes out there. I remember one time uh was it was it wasn't Bimbo Coles, but there was somebody that put up fifty Mookie Blaylock. Yeah, it was Mookie Blaylock put up fifty points. It's like, man, Mookie Blaylock. Just, you know what I mean? That lets you know how good all these dudes in the NBA. I are. just couldn't believe it because I was seeing the uh I, I was seeing that all, all of the stats for Covington since he went there and I was like, Yeah, okay, this fits. Yeah, okay, this fits. And then forty three points. Uh, I was like, wow. Okay. All right, let's break. Uh, we'll wrap the show up next. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Just found this interesting little thread on Twitter. You remember Dippin' Dots? Yeah. Uh, I used to love Dippin' Dots. They're like the the, uh, the the ice cream kind of things. Right? Yeah, they're the frozen little like yeah. pellets yeah. that are ice cream. And they were supposed to be like, they were sold as the ice cream of the future. You used to, serve them, used to sell them at Blazer Games. Yeah, you would get them at games. You would get them at malls. You would get them at amusement parks. That was kind of like the business model. And this thread was saying that uh, Dippin' Dots filed for bankruptcy, not because of COVID, but because of the initial recession when people stopped going out to games and amusement parks because they were out of money and they were saving money. Um, And they had to file for bankruptcy and someone bought them. And actually Dippin' Dots is doing way better than they've ever done before. Good for Dippin' Dots. But not because of Dippin' Dots, the actual ice cream thing. Um, I guess the guy like created, the guy who bought it actually created freezers that were specifically made to keep the Dippin' Dots cold enough. And now he sells the freezers mm. to supermarkets and places that need, like, high-quality freezers. Um, I, I didn't get through the entire thing. I guess they've also bought a bunch of franchises and stuff. But it's crazy that, like, you you think of Dippin' Dots as, like, this one thing, as, as this little fun little ice cream treat. I always picture it in the upside-down baseball helmets uh, where you get, like, soft-serve ice cream or Dippin' Dots. Um, and I, I guess I haven't thought about it cause I haven't had dip and dots in years and years and years. And I, I, growing up, I loved them. Like I was obsessed every time we went to a place that had it, I wanted dip and dots. I thought they were great and they were fun. And, uh, it's cool to see that they're still doing well. If you could, if you could revamp or really buy any defunct product or something like that and bring it back to make it something not, not, not necessarily new and improved, but maybe just put like, again, Maybe it's a labeling issue or something like that. Like, there's always a reason things don't work. What would that one thing be? Whoa. Um, that's a big question that I don't know off the top of my head. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a food. I Maybe feel like you have something in, in, not in mind. Real. I mean, I have a few things I would like to see brought back. But, you know, for the most part, uh, you know, there were these, like, Keebler used to make these, like, pizzeria chips. Okay. And... Uh, they were like pepperoni, and then there was the cheese kind, all this. I thought they were so good, but apparently they didn't last very long. So if I could figure out some cool way to bring that the, back. The only thing that's popping in my head, and it's, it's just because it's happening to me this week, is 
the contacts that I use are being discontinued, the contact lenses. And I had to go through like three or four different sample boxes. And the ones I picked are fine, but they're still not as good or comfortable as the old ones. Hmm. And it's the same company making them, but I'm assuming they went cheaper because, well, cheaper. cheaper. Yeah, why not? But, uh, yeah, they, uh, they don't sit quite as well in my eyes, and they, and they get a little blurry sometimes, and it's really frustrating. I'm going to change my pick. Okay. I would bring back Rock and Jock Sports. Oh, okay. I would bring back and re, rebrand it, you know, everything like that, possibly even make it a, a weekend league or something like that, a weekend tournament. But I love the idea of it's all-star weekend for baseball or all-star week for baseball. Let's have a celebrity softball game and Ooh. do all those things. Like, let's have the celebrity home run derby and stuff like that. I'd like to bring back Rock and Jock Sports. Um, I think that could be awesome. You saying that? Let's bring back Jock Jams. Oh. Dun, Let's bring dun, back dun, Jock dun, Jams. Dun, 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 Those dun, CDs dun, dun, with all the sports music. And then can we bring back the well we probably can't because YouTube exists now. But I I had a really s- special place in my heart for the generic VHS highlight videos of sports that like showed like wildest almost crashes and it was like not just nascar it was like jet oh, yeah. skis and let's bring back girls going wild i think that still exists for sure does it i think so i don't know we can do it new and improved i think that's just called porn whatever we're gonna call it let's make <laughs> some money off of it that's gonna do it for us i'm out next weekend uh so it'll be rashad and joe in here i'll be back home for passover and uh, i'll see you guys in a couple of weeks but we'll be back next week 9 to 11 after the play-ins and after the first few games of the NBA playoffs. as uh, for, uh, Saturday, we'll have four games, I imagine. And so plenty of NBA to get on the show next week. And whatever else happens, have a very good rest of your summer. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.